A Little Mouse at the Opera. Un Opéra de Paris podcast, sponsored by Jacques Ali. Act 6. The Opera of the Animals. Nobody had ever heard of a mouse and a rat creating a show and performing in front of an audience. Yet I was obsessed with the idea. In the following month, I continued to work on my dancing. All the while watching the various traits participate in creating the show, I paid close attention to stage directors. The stage director is the one who makes sure all the different elements are organized in a way that is coherent, intelligent, pretty and moving. He tells everyone what to do. So in that moment, you're a bit nervous, uh, both of you. You don't dare look at each other. Really? It's only when Geneviève starts to sing that your eyes meet and then you can go no longer look away. Oh yes, of course. That way, we understand that they're shy, but that they're in love. When the chorus arrives from stage left, just Geneviève's head and take her to stage right. Of course, the lovebirds wants to be left alone. There's a mark on the floor, but I will shine on you. Oh, yes, that's handy. They put a bit of colored tape on the floor, so the artists place themselves where the spotlight will shine. I have to remember that. The time had come to stop asking questions and take the leap. Come on, Luca, it's up to us. Do you really think we'll manage? I was delighted by the thought of creating our own show, but it also raised many questions. What ballet should we dance? What opera should we sing? Should we perform an existing work or imagine everything ourselves? And to tell what story, where and, and to whom? You know, I have an idea. You tell the story of a little mouse that shows up at the Pelagornier to become a ballerina. What do you think about it? It reminds me of something. <laughs> She could meet a grand pirate who would end up becoming both her family mm -hmm. um, and her best friend. Oh. <laughs> hmm. For weeks, we imagined and tried a lot of things to keep only the best. We had to think of everything. The costumes, the sets, the lining. We hired a few rodent friends to be stage managers or to welcome the audience. In that moment, you look around you as if we were lost. It would be better to put my arm like this. Your costume has the strange color on this light. We'll dye it in red. We have to feel that you're scared. In that moment, you hide behind the decor, but you still stick out. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. Hey, hey, wait a minute, buddy. Be a darling and let us finish the scene. Listen, I think I found the theme for our show. Oh, the music. Yeah. I totally forgot it. Oh, yes! Listen, it go like this.
Isn't it beautiful? I love it. So the closer we got to the date with Susan, the stronger our stage fright got. We'll never be ready. We will. We will. But before we perform our show, there was one event we didn't want to miss. Tonight, on the real big stage of the Palais Garni, was the first performance of Swan Lake, the ballet. We were so impatient. A happy excitement pervaded through the floors until... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what? Is there a problem? One of the dancers can't find her feather crown. But they're always extra one, aren't they? Yes, but it's her lucky crown. For her, the fact that it's missing, it's a oh, bad sign. Okay, I see. She thinks it will bring her bad luck. We don't joke with bad luck, Lucy. We must find that crown. The audience was already arriving. We'll never be able to search everywhere. Should I remind you this building is 11,000 square meters? Come with me. Let's take a discreet look in our dressing room. Okay. We found a precious clue in the spot where the crown had gone missing. Cat hair. Oh no. Oh. It can't be him. Who else? It's his fur collar. Wait, you will lay your paws on you, Attila. You'll see. We had a serious suspect. But the performance would soon be starting, and he could have been hiding anywhere. Meow. Meow. No, no, he's not here. No, no, where is it? I've often seen him hanging out near the underground lake. That fat bus probably hopes he'll catch a fish. Let's check it out. We went straight to the underground lake, where we found the tomcat. <gasps> look, 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 look. The crown is in his mouth. Go on, sing your meow to make him come. No, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I have a better idea. Attila! Drop that crown immediately! Or I'll change you into a cockroach right away! Attila the cat ran off straight away. And we were able to get the crown. It worked. I got it. Worked. It's perfect. It's not even damaged. Let's go. What is it, Lucy? You're making a strange face. Did you see a ghost? What happened? It was you. What? When Worthburg spoke to me, it was you, wasn't it? Are you upset? It was you. I wasn't making fun of you. No. At that time, it was the only way for you to listen to me. To think I wanted to introduce you to him. Well, thanks to my advice, you worked hard. And you dance so well now. But I shouldn't have done it anyway. You're right. I'm sorry. Well, don't we have a crown to return to a dancer? So you forgive me? Yeah, of course. The room was packed. There were spectators everywhere up to the fourth balcony. I could see very well-dressed humans who'd made an effort for the event. Maybe the audience was putting on a little performance too? Luca and I had chosen the best spot, that of the stage manager. From where he is, he sees both what's happening on stage and backstage. I love that moment when the light goes down in the auditorium, when the public suddenly goes quiet. The show will start any second now. I am so excited that I have 
little butterflies flapping softly in my tummy. <laughs> oh, the curtain lifts! Backstage, <gasps> the dancers were still warming up a little bit, or adjusting their costumes. The stage manager glanced at the queue, a document on which the entire rollout of the performance is written down. It is him, the stage manager, who gives everyone the go-ahead to enter the stage, start the lights effects, tell the scene shifter when to change the sets, etc, etc. They're so graceful, with their points and their pretty white tutus. Oh, oh, look, Luca! It's the dancer who lost her lucky crown. See how calm she is now, and how well she dances. It was worth it. We will need lucky charms too, because I'm warning you, I'm already nervous. The audience applauded triumphantly. They liked it so much that they even stood up to clap, giving the dancers a standing ovation. The cheering is so nice! It makes everything vibrate! Oh, it feels like we're dancing! Humans are clever, aren't they? They even make music with their bodies. Our first performance took place on the roof, in front of all our animal friends, and also a few curious neighborhood birds who were intrigued by the music. Our sets were not as perfect as those made in the opera's workshops. But with the stars above our heads and the lights of Paris, it was still very pretty. It was like, I mean, like a dream. The most beautiful dream in the whole wide world. <laughs> Do you hear, Luca? Our performance is a triumph as well. <laughs> Our public didn't have enough hands for clapping, but we could see in their eyes how much they liked it. Until I even shed a tear. I know Leon loved seeing me land from the sky on the fourth oh. pigeon. I must say, it was quite an entrance. <laughs> the statues around us didn't clap, but I felt like they really liked it. I'm almost certain that Apollo's statue winked at me. Oh. After such a successful performance, we built our own opera house little by little, with dance lessons by me, singing lessons by Luca, we have some particularly talented birds. An orchestra with animals, workshops for making the sets and costumes. We even performed Attila, the opera by Verdi, in honor of a friend the cat. He cried his heart out. That Attila is so sensitive. Now, you know the whole story. You know how the first animal opera house was born. Our audience is always made of animals. Some even come from far away to see our shows. We would love to welcome humans, but are they ready? In any case, if you'd like to see us, you are welcome to come along. The Opera, an Opéra de Paris podcast, sponsored by Jacques Addy, produced by Kitsano, with Lily Caruso, and Corrado Invernizzi, written by Eve-Marie Boucher, based on an original idea of Benoît Husson, directed by Eve-Marie Boucher, and Benoît Husson, original score 
by Cédric Irby. Foley artist, Benjamin Rosier. And Nicolas Lockhart. Sound editing and mix, Nicolas Lockhart. Recorded by Nicolas Sacco. Executive producer, Benoit Husson. Coordination Opéra de Paris, Caroline Brown, Aliénor Coutin, Anthony Deveau, Inès Piovesan, Winona Tate.